Welcome to the Nonprofit Story. This is Dr. Consuelo Mukes, and I'm so excited today to have some exciting guests here to talk about a wonderful program happening from the farm to schools. Three people, Kayla Rutland, she is the Executive Director of City Farm Slow, Claire Tuimote, the Communications Director of Farm to School Program, and Taryn Moeller, the Marketing Manager of Harvestly. So welcome to the Nonprofit Story. Thank you. Thank you. This month is Farm to School Month, and we'll talk about how the three of you are working together, but tell us a little bit about what this month is about and why it's important. Yeah, Farm to School is actually a national movement, and it, it started about 20 years ago, but our, our little independent chapter here started in 2020. I've been working on building the program since then, and it's really just connecting our local farmers to the school districts so that they can sell their produce to the schools. And then we also do activities with farmers at school districts to let kids meet who's growing their food and try new foods. So we're very excited to celebrate this month. We're doing a lot of activities and um, I'm glad to be here to talk about how we're working with Harvestly and City Farm Slow. And that's Claire Toey Motes. She's the Communications Director and Farm to School Coordinator. So how long has the program been going on? So unofficially, it started in 2016 when San Luis Coastal started buying uh, produce from local farmers on their own. And then in 2020, we sort of officially started our farm to school program. And I've been uh, working with that district as well as 10 others in our region. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, about three and a half (laughs) years-ish. Yeah. Okay. So you work with the local farmers to get their produce to the schools, and is that what you do, or is that how we bring in here City Farm Slow? Yeah, so City Farm is one of our farm-to-school farmers, so they're, they're connected to San Luis Coastal District. They're selling their produce there. I work with about 20 to 25 other farmers throughout the county that are selling their produce either to multiple districts or just to to one that's, you know, geographically close to them. Uh So are these farmers, they're uh, independent farmers, small farmers? Yes, exactly. They're small to medium sized and they're all family owned. We try to serve these farmers because they usually have the biggest challenge connecting to more sales outlets. Uh-huh. So uh, schools buy a lot of food and they buy it in bulk. So it's a it can be a very large help to these farmers who they're not in farmers markets for whatever reason or and or they can't produce enough product for large distributors. So uh-huh. schools can be a good fit for them. We have farmers in from Santa Maria all the way up to Paso. Mm-hmm. And City Farm Slow. So, um, Kayla, how does that fit into this program? So, City Farm is a nonprofit farm on 19 acres of land that we lease from the city of San Luis Obispo. And we, as a nonprofit, are farming about four of those acres. And we Primarily, as an organization, we're doing youth education programs. So we have students from preschool age all the way through young adults who are coming out to the farm and participating in growing fruits and vegetables, and we use regenerative practices. And the really cool thing about participating in the farm to school program is that those students who are coming out to the farm and growing produce are then seeing those foods in their school lunches. The remaining acreage, so about 13 of our acres, we lease out to independent farmers and our farmers also participate in the farm to school program. And I've seen over the years how the impacts of this program, the farm to school program, both for the students who are getting to enjoy these incredible foods, seeing them grown and then seeing them in their school uh, lunches, but then also 
how it affects our farmers' bottom line and can really um, make their farming business a lot more sustainable by having this sales outlet. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what does Harvestly have to do with that? We have Tara Moeller here, who is the marketing manager of Harvestly. Tara, how does that work with you? We also add another sales outlet for these farmers. So Harvestly is a local farmer's market delivery service. Uh We're also recently a nonprofit as well, and we deliver on Friday afternoons all over the county. So for the farmers, like Claire had mentioned, that might not be able to have the time or the finances to have a farmer's market booth, or maybe they have a smaller amount of produce to sell, they're able to put that on Harvestly and then sell that to their local community. For people that want either home delivery or can't make it to the farmer's markets, um, we add another outlet for them to sell their products as well. So there's ways to help these farmers in three different organizations here. So what has been some of the effects of this program? Well, we've seen incredible growth in Farm to School uh, over the past three and a half years. You know, we started with one district and now we're working with 11 from Orchid all the way up to San Miguel. And... So that's reaching a lot of students. I, I believe it's over 56,000 students. That's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we, we grew our farmer base from about six farmers, although, you know, to 25 now. And we're, we're continuing to add more farmers to mm-hmm. that, actually working with City Farm on a grant to specifically to reach more farmers. We've been um, testing out using Harvestly, actually, the software to help with the commerce of farm to school. So right now the farmers uh, are getting orders directly from school districts and we're trying to digitize that so that it's a little bit more streamlined for both the farmers and the schools. The farmers can reach more districts at once and the schools can see all of their produce all of the produce options um, in one place. So we're partnering with Harvestly to test that out, and um, we're hoping that that will streamline things and make the program more sustainable. Because as we add more farmers, it, it becomes increasingly difficult for me to collect their their <laughs> produce availability. So if they're able to do that themselves, um, that's great. And then schools want a diversity of, of different products, um, but it's difficult for them to reach out to, say, six different farmers or 10 different farmers to give individual orders. So this is potentially a way to minimize the extra time that it takes to do that. Well, when you're working with these farmers, are we talking about farmers that have a large variety of produce? Are we talking about people with specialty areas? Yeah, we work with farmers you know, in both categories. So um, some of them are like City Farm has a year round vegetable production and some fruit as well. Uh, and then, you know, but we have farms that are more mostly orchards. So they might grow, you know, avocados and uh, citrus or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a variety of different farms uh, growing lots of different things. The schools want to keep exposing kids to more different, you know, variety of foods. So I get specific uh, requests. This morning I got a request for persimmons, so I'm mm-hmm. looking for farmers <laughs> growing persimmons. That so, good. you know, things like yeah. that. So since you've been doing this with the local farmers, have you seen an impact on the farmers as far as helping them to build financially? Yeah. Kayla, have you seen that with your farmers, your tenants? Definitely. And that's actually the whole intent behind the grant that we're all working on together is 
for a small scale farmer, there's so many barriers to being successful in this area. It's there's really high costs. Um, there's labor shortages. There's transportation um, barriers. So a lot of things that small farmers are up against, small scale farmers. And so the intent of the project that we're all working on is to reduce some of these barriers by opening up additional market opportunities. So one huge opportunity, obviously, is the farm to school program. And then another is the Harvest Lee's direct to consumer model. And I think a huge benefit to this platform, the Harvest Lee platform, is that many of our regional farmers are already onboarded to it or planning to onboard onto it. And so now with this test, they could potentially access the school food markets through Harvestly and also direct to consumer. So it's one less thing for a small scale farmer to do when their hands are so full um, is to have this streamlined system to pool all of their inventory and to do all of their ordering. So, so far we've seen that it's working really well. Um, It's easy to use and our farmers are doing really well with it. If you're just joining us, this is The Nonprofit Story. I'm your host, Dr. Consuelo Mukes, and I'm speaking with Kayla Rutland. She is the Executive Director of City Farm Slow. Claire Tuimote, she is the Communications Director and Farm to School Coordinator for Slow Money. And Taryn Moeller, the Marketing Manager for Harvestly. So, Taryn, seems like you're kind of a central point here for the food that's going out. Tell us how you came to be and what your role is. Claire and Kayla have been doing this a little bit longer than I have. A huge part of my job is just fostering those relationships between the farmers and helping support them. Like Kayla was talking about breaking down barriers and helping them have more ways to sell their products and in turn educating our local community about what we have locally. I know when we did a poll, Harvestly had done a poll a while back asking our customers what they wanted to see more of on our platform. One of their biggest desires was fruit and vegetables. Well, this was in the middle of the horrible winter that we had, and that was really hard for all of us, especially the farmers and ranchers. So it was a really neat opportunity to educate our customers about what is grown locally and what is available, and then also them having empathy or sympathy for the farmers that you know maybe someone ordered radishes but then the radish crop was flooded and they had to understand you know I'm really sorry we have to give you a refund for that this week and they were great Mm -hmm. you know they were totally understanding so just building and fostering that sense of community amongst these organizations to support not only our farmers and local food producers but also our community and Mm -hmm. just working together and kind of unifying everyone. So now you're actually delivering food or do people come to you how does Harvestly actually work? We are delivering food. So we're a doorstep delivery. So if you place an order on harvestly.org up until Wednesday at midnight, then you'll receive a doorstep delivery on Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And so all of everything you deliver are from the local farmers. Is that correct? Correct. Yes, local farmers and food producers. Then let's talk a little bit more then about what's going on in the schools, because it sounds like they're learning a lot about produce and eating well, I hope. Yeah, so I'm very fortunate to work with uh, food service directors at our school districts that are really, really focused on getting the freshest, most nutritious food for their students. So they're really dedicated to working with local farmers. Uh, So that decreases the barrier to my job so much. Schools 
now are serving universal free meals in California. So any student is able to get two free meals per day. Mm-hmm. You know, the schools have pretty high nutrition requirements that they have to meet in their in their meals. And then additionally, they're, you know, working with local farmers to get really fresh fruits, vegetables, but they're also buying local meat, honey, olive oil, spices, you know, a, a lot of things that they can find locally. And then as part of our program, we try to not only promote our farmers to the students, but also educate them about seasonal produce. We have banners and stickers and posters and everything that we that we provide to the schools so that the kids are learning a little bit more about where their food comes from. And then the schools are also um, partnering with us to do Meet the Farmer events. So we invite farmers to come to school districts to meet the kids, uh, let them try their produce and get feedback, and the kids get to ask questions and uh, it's really fun. We, we're we doing a lot of those this month for that Farm to School great. Month. Let's talk about that Farm to School Month. What makes that different? Yeah, it's just a national celebration of Farm to School. There's a lot of national days, you know, National Farmers Days this month in October. So I think it's, you know, that harvest season, traditional harvest season. It's a great way to, to get kids excited about food and local food and meeting their farmers and we definitely use it as a as a way to to reach more districts that maybe aren't participating as much and and say hey do you want to do this fun activity for your kids and um you know and they get really good feedback from the kids too so when we've done it as districts who've never tried it before and then their kids really love it they come to me and say can we do more of those so um so it's a great way to yeah just to reach the students that way good and city farm slow you do a lot of educational things too don't you we do yeah and i just just want to underscore that the importance of the food literacy component that Claire was mentioning with the Meet the Farmer events. We do a variety of education programs on the farm, and one of them is a field trip program focused on kinder through fifth grade students. So they come out to the farm for a two-hour field trip with their classroom, and it is amazing to see kids on the farm all raise their hands to try raw kale and the chaperones who are on the trip are like what is happening with my kid that's great they want to eat raw kale right now this never happens at home but when kids are understanding where their food comes from or meeting the farmer who grew it or participating Mm -hmm. in growing it somehow they're way more interested in that food they're inspired to try new things Um, they get really jazzed about fruits and vegetables so even just a tasting event at the school can have a really big impact on a kid's food choices down the road and that in turn also supports our local farmers because we're selling more local fruits and veggies then obviously you come in and help to get some of those things all bundled up and get it to people personally right correct Correct. Mm -hmm. yes how does your program work all together It's mainly an online platform, but we really stress meeting people. Like, I love the idea of the farm to school, the meeting the farmers. We do, on our social media page, we do a Meet the Maker Monday and a Feature Farmer Friday. So if you go there, you can see City Farms interview. I think it's just important that they see the faces, that we're not just another online ordering platform. You know, there's so much competition out there to order your beef box from somewhere or your vegetable box from somewhere and get it shipped in. But I think there's so much more value and nutritional value buying it locally and getting to know who's in your community. You know, your money is staying in your community. You're supporting everything here. You're supporting our educational systems and our local farmers. You can go to harvestly.org and there's a way to click on the vendors and see where they're located. And we rotate promotional products and our new vendors as they come on on there. And Kayla, how about you? How could people find out more about City Farm Slow? 
Yeah, you can go to our Instagram, Facebook, or website as well. So cityfarmslow.org or cityfarmslow on social media. And there's a ton of ways to get involved if you're interested in local food, in regenerative farming, in climate action, all of those things you can learn more about with us. So we do volunteer events every second and fourth Saturday of the month, typically. And then we do special events as well, and we post about those on our social media. Claire, I'm going to ask you also, how can people get involved with you with the Farm to School program? On our website, which is slowmoneyslow.org, there's a page for Farm to School Central Coast. And then we also have social media on Facebook and Instagram, Farm to School CC, so for Central Coast. We host our own events, but we also partner with City Farm and Harvestly to have events. Um, so we uh, keep people posted on that on our social media and then on our newsletter send outs mm-hmm. as well. Any last words you'd like to share about this Farm to School Month or anything else? Uh, well, we're just excited to to share what we're doing with the community and and to you know shout out our farmers and everything that they do and our schools. I mean, they're all working really really hard to feed their communities. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're just really really honored to be a part of the program and to to be helping people in this way. And we're honored to have you here on the Nonprofit Story. I've been speaking with Kayla Rutland. She's the Executive Director of City Farm Slow. Claire Tuimote, the Communications Director and Farm to School Coordinator for Slow Money. And Taryn Moeller, the Market Manager for Harvestly. And this is Dr. Consuelo Mukes with the Nonprofit Story.